despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Today is all saints day. We've already been reflecting back and we've been remembering those who have gone on before us. We also celebrate those who have enriched our lives because they were consistently faithful and just faithfully consistent on their journey in service for God. So you can think of these things. All of us sow seeds. All of us sow seeds of some kind. Every day. Kind of seeds do you sow? Who are some people in your past or who have faithfully supplied seed and who have consistently sown seeds of righteousness and godliness into the ground of your journey? I've got those right here in my mind, right here in my heart, who be faithfully consistently sown seeds. This is kind of an offshoot, but since I mentioned my granddaddy Powell, I think I've told this story before. But he did it in a lot of ways. I get a lot of my humor, my crazy, goofy humor from him, and I know that. Speaking of baseball, he loved the Cubs, and I was hoping the Cubs would win this year. The granddaddy died, I finished his funeral back in 2000. He loved baseball, and I did too, and I was a catcher who loved baseball. I played the whole high school. I had a slump. You can go into a batting slump. I went into a three-year batting slump in high school. It's not good. It's a long time. Granddaddy did a lot of time to be with Cousin Saul to be playing. If I ever struck him, I was over here at Gaston High School. We were playing Gaston High School Tigers. And I whipped and I missed and I struck me out. And I'm going back to the dugout. You're humiliated enough. But then your granddaddy stands up and yells out as loud as he can. That's not my grandson. <laughs> Both teams burst out laughing. I think it's great. I'm saying, hey, greetings. But I know what he's saying. That is my grandson. Even though he's struck out. He helped shape my life. I'm eternally grateful. And I'm going to go see him one day. And I'm reaping the harvest all from him and others. Like a legacy. We sow seeds. What kind of seeds do you sow? Galatians 6 tells us, Do not be deceived, God is not mocked. For whatever a man or woman sows, that shall I also reap. That's what's the part. For he or she who sows to the flesh, which also means the world or our culture, we, we only sow to the world and to the flesh. We will have the flesh reap corruption. But he or she who sows to the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, about the Spirit of your everlasting life. Who are some people in your life, past or present, who have and do consistently sow seeds of grace into the garden of your life? So great a cloud we The writer of Hebrews said that in Hebrews 12, he was referring back to Hebrews 11. Remember, Hebrews 11 is the hall of faith, not the hall of fame, the hall of faith. People are named there by faith Noah, and by faith Abraham, and by faith Sarah, and by faith Isaac and Jacob. They're named there, specifically named so that we can remember them. So when he says, so great a cloud of witnesses, he's referring back to them, but I want to suggest to you too. We can write our own chapter 11 of Hebrews. Our own hall of faith. You can name people by faith. Mom, so-and-so, grandmother, somebody in church, somebody at your workplace who consistently sowed the seeds of grace in their life. 
marvelous people. They're so great a crowd of witnesses. They're those believers before us who leave behind their legacy of faith in God's grace. Their lives have demonstrated to us that it's not impossible to face the trials and adversities in this world and conquer them by faith. They are faithful believers who planted seeds and who supplied seeds in God's kingdom and chose to have faith in God even when it wasn't easy. We've got people like that. I remember, and I think about it, and I look at how they handled it, how they got through it. They kept looking at Jesus, who was the author and the finisher of their, their life. Their good examples should spur us on to run the race with endurance. The spiritual seeds that they have been planted encourage us to keep looking unto Jesus, who is the one who is the author and the finisher of your faith. He's the author and the finisher of your faith. Keep looking at the Jesus. We have several students here in our church that are part of a cross-country team, running team. I'm not on. Four students on the cross-country against the city. Carter Raines, I think I've got it all right. Carter Raines, Megan Howard, and Jesse Norris, Will Roach. And also, I remember Connor Jarecki, who's in college now, but he ran on that cross-country team. And Along the path, if you've ever been a runner or you're a runner, you know that along the path of the family there, different ones, different teams, people from school and hard. Keep running, keep running, you can do it. You can finish. And even though you don't finish first, there's many that will gather around the finish line and they're hungry to keep running. Keep running, you can make it, you can do it. In the same way, I know it's different spiritually, but I picture my mind and See those foul witnesses of mine, and I can't hear you by their examples and the way they live their lives. Keep running. We win. We read the Bible and the book, and we win. Keep running the race. Hang in there with you. You've got your cloud of witnesses that are cheering you on right now. In my heart and my mind, I picture Jesus somehow letting my cloud of witnesses know he's doing okay. He's hanging in there. I believe that for you too. We come to celebrate our lives today and thank God for it. Jesus said these words in Matthew 6, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and conceal. But Jesus said, What you need to do is you need to lay up for yourself treasures of heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, where thieves do not break in and steal. If you know the name of Dr. Charles Stanley, his son, Andy Stanley, is a great writer, great preacher. Baptist preacher that has some great quotes. He's got a quote following this passage that says this. Pastor Andy Sanders. What is given away cannot be taken away. Money, I add time, servanthood, kindness, and generosity that is invested in God's kingdom is immediately out of reach of the most turbulent economic condition. It is the most secure of all investments. Generosity we give. Those seeds that we plant for the kingdom of God are sure. I close and I ask you a few questions to wrestle with as we prepare ourselves to come to the Holy Spirit. Do you faithfully, do you faithfully, and do you consistently invest and supply and plant seeds into the kingdom of God? Do you live a life of encouragement? 
they gave them hope. So that others will grow in their relationship with Jesus Christ. Because ultimately that's all we're doing. That's what we're all about. That we, just, we keep living a life of example and legacy. And keep finding those things in other people's lives. So we encourage them. And, and encourage them to keep looking at Jesus. Don't stop looking at him. Keep running the race. Because it's all about that relationship with Jesus Christ. And you faithfully and consistently do that in your journey. Are you faithful and consistently sowing Christ-like seeds that will bring harvest for others, both now and also in the future? Many of you do. And I want to thank you. I can't tell you how many people of every church that I pastor, there's always those friends that are always just solid and always just faithful and always consistent. And I promise you, I said up here briefly, there's a lot of time. I gain so much as I watch you and watch you handle your life. And I get encouraged by this brother Christ. Keeps me going. So be consistent. Be faithful in the kingdom. Great harvest will come. So we come forward to the kingdom. Remember our Savior who was faithful. And Jesus was he followed through the plan. And he told us that every time that we come in communion, I want you to remember, remember my death until I come.